Hey, hi everyone and welcome back to TSA. How are you? It's been a while. How are you, Cheryl? Oh, I feel refreshed, honestly. Like, I'm sorry I'm going to bore you guys with a, a whole 2020 New Year, New Me vibes. But I, <laughs> I definitely feel so, I feel so refreshed. Like, after these holidays, I got some much-needed rest because last year was definitely just so crazy. Like, things just took such a turn. And unfortunately, like, we're so sorry, guys, but... Yeah, we didn't get to record much, but I hope you enjoyed, you know, what we left for you guys. But we've got a lot more coming, eh? We have. I think it was just mm. busy. 2019, for some reason, was such a busy year for everyone. Life was just yeah. bombed in every direction. So That's it was true, but Yeah, busy is not necessarily bad. So, I mean, hopefully this year everyone's busy making more money, securing the bag, traveling more, you know, all the nice shit. So, yeah, busy ain't too bad. Yeah, so what's new? Like, tell me all the tea. What have you been up to? What's new in your life? Oh, gosh. Like, I'm actually excited for this year. Um, I think... A lot, a lot is actually going to come through this year in terms of, you know, my career and developments. We're planning an amazing trip. So <laughs> that's oh, yeah. it for so you guys. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you're part of it. So, <laughs> so these guys will get to know once we get to that stage. But yeah, um, yeah so a lot more travel adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, then a lot more growth in terms of, you know, my career and business-related activities. And really just, I mean, enjoying (laughs) the last of the 20s before we get to the 30-30. That's that's where I'm at. Been in the 30s. Mm, Yeah, and how's the 30s? I'm I'm two months into the 30s. And to be honest with you, when I turned 30, I think I, the first week I was kind of freaking out. And I thought, yeah. how did I get here? Because, you know, you mm-hmm. have like a whole plan of what you expect your life to be like when you hit 30. But then... My goodness. You know what? Whoever you are... Don't you plan. You are like flipping 18 and you're planning your life out to say by Don't 25. I need to do plan. this, this and that. Like, let me just be realistic with you. Just take that, throw it out of the window. Mm-hmm. Focus, you know, on your goals. And when it happens, it happens. Yeah, That's what it is. Um, yeah. Being healthy spiritually mm. and physically. I think that's the advice that I'd give my younger 20-year-old to just not stress so much and just take care of myself more emotionally and you know, definitely everything. Mm. Worry, physically, like, yeah, worry yeah, like, down on you, and in the long run, does. you're gonna get to where you need to be eventually. So just, just chill. You will. Although, like some things, honestly, I, I will say this to anyone who's younger: certain things, like really, rather start earlier than later. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to handling your finances and saving, start earlier than later. It's going to help yeah. you. When it comes to, you know, even progressing with that education, not to say that, you know what, if you start later, things are just, you know, not going to work out, but starting earlier is going to help you. 
even when it comes to your health, starting earlier is going to help you mm-hmm. in the long run. But to For everyone sure. who's pushing those goals, who never got a chance to start earlier, I salute you. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm working on certain goals and I'm just like, you know, girl, you should have done this a long time ago when you're 25. But you know what? We're heading to 30 and we can handle this. Yeah. We can. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. Now I'm used to it. I still say, like, when people are like, how old are you, Chennai? I still had, I still want to say, oh, I'm 29. But then I'm like, girl, <laughs> you grow now. Yeah. You 30, grow, 30. Grow. No. <laughs> now you're grown, grown, man. You're grown, grown. So, my grown today's grown. tea. So what is the tea that you want to spill? So, like, when I said a lot of stuff happened in 2019, um, honestly, one of the questions that I legit had in my mind is, is being a dick in his DNA? Because I just cannot understand (laughs) how some people (laughs) function, go to bed at night. Like, how, how do you wake up and just destroy someone's life like that like you just walk away you sleep well at night you don't choke on your food like (laughs) how is it how is it so normal i was meant to be such dicks how like how you know the funny thing is like a few weeks ago i wrote like Mm. a post and i was like how do people sleep at night because i know that um Sleep requires peace. You have to be at peace exactly. with yourself and you have to be at peace with who you are and the things that you do. So my question is, how do you then snore the whole night through knowing that my you guy something that has impacted someone else's life? I think that's what baffles me in all of this. Exactly. Like, I mean, they, they don't even toss and turn. Like, you know like they're getting like <laughs> eight hours of sleep i mean like from i don't Proper. know they go mm. to like seven or eight they're sleeping the whole night through exactly and then like we're just out here catching feelings like where are how you dare he we're the ones turning turning at 2 a.m looking exactly at thinking oh maybe he's gonna text me or he's gonna tell me that he's sorry I don't know dude like honestly if you if I had a job <laughs> where I would flip and put a hundred dollar bills every single time I thought to myself yeah no maybe he's gonna text me oh no I'm so sure nigga's gonna come back chasing after me oh maybe he's gonna say sorry maybe he's gonna apologize yeah yeah, I'll be rich. I'll be a rich. You just need to I'll be a rich as auntie. Yep. Draw your clown mask on and look at yourself in the mirror because that's exactly what we are. I'm a clown. We're clowns. I, said it. <laughs> I, I have looked at my phone multiple times. Like, oh my gosh. A day goes by and I'm yeah. like, what? A day isn't bad. Two days go by. I'm like, I can do this. Like a day of him not texting or calling, that's nothing. Three days, mm-hmm. like, ah, uh, I know he's going to text or call me. Four days, I know. my guy. <laughs> nah, four days, guy, Five next days. thing, four days, guess what? It's a month, two it's months, a, a whole year gone and forgotten. What is the period that you'd give someone 
time to get in contact with you. I don't know if that makes sense. What is that breaking point where you realize that, wait, this is actually done? Because sometimes as women, we can yeah. and we're like, a week is nothing. He's going to text me. He's just angry or whatever. Two weeks go by and you're still holding on to that hope. Mm-hmm. What time frame do you then look at yourself and think, girl, this man is not going to text me? The thing is, if we used to talk every day and honestly like if you're on that tip where you guys talk every day chances are it's not just once a day but it's like a whole good morning oh flip yeah you know that meeting went well today how was your day oh whatever let's make let's make dinner plans let's do whatever if we used to talk like that honestly then i'd say a month tops yeah because Yes, a month. Like, because, Which means, you know, so I, you're basically saying you haven't spoken to this man in a month, in a month. So you're still holding on to hope that he's gonna text you, and you're gonna wait. Yeah, like what? honestly, like my feelings, unfortunately, they don't just switch off like that, like a switch. Mm-hmm. I would honestly just love to be like, you know what? It's been two days. Nigga's been quiet. Screw him. I'm moving on, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, okay, I think the first week I'll still be like, okay, no, you know, it, maybe he's going to text, oh my gosh, how is it Tuesday already? And we last spoke that other Monday, like, okay, right. can he just say something already? And then my pride gets in the way, then I also don't say something. And then next thing, it's a whole two weeks and I'm just like, okay, at this point, honestly, if he does come and he says, sorry, chances are I will take him back because... I mean, that's how I feel about this nigga. I still have very deep feelings about this nigga. Probably right. third week, I'm probably so angry, and I'm just like, screw you. And then I get into that block and move on mode. <laughs> so I think because- it really, it really depends. Um, also, what level of shit and douchery and yeah, how much of a dick this person was. Mm-hmm. For me to actually just get onto that, I'm blocking this person from my life and I'm moving on. But I'd say judging from what actually happened, I realized then after a month of not talking to someone that you know what, this shit was over and yeah, it's just done. Like and at that point, that's where I can safely say I didn't have any expectations of him saying sorry of him um randomly texting or calling i was just like you know we're at this point where you haven't made an effort so i mean i think i'm in the same boat when it comes to emotions as you i Mm. i get attached to people very yeah i'm such an open book so i'm very open when it comes to my emotions so I tend to attach to people very easily. Not in like mm-hmm. a freaky Joe from you kind of thing. Oh my gosh, no, but Joe's like a, he's a stalker. Yeah. I mean like the healthy attachments. I mean, if yeah. into you every day, you're bound to um, be attached at some point, right? Yes. I, I, I totally get that. But then we'll still come back to this. 
Yeah. I've realized is men can speak to you every day and they don't form an attachment to you, which is what I found very weird. That's the thing. That's what I don't get. Like, how are you and I having the same conversation and you're not sharing the same feelings that I'm sharing? Because, like, like how is it possible that you woke up and I really want to assume that I was the first person the first thing to come across your mind so then you decided to text me or call me and then next thing boom feelings gone just like that like how is that even possible how they can easily detach themselves or not even easily detach themselves they can easily not even attach themselves to you because I think nah, my guy, nah. Like, you know what? I think, I just think, firstly, maybe we're surrounded by a bunch of liars and schemers <laughs> because the, how can you just detach yourself when all that I was seeing was just attachment left, right, and center? And then next thing you just want to tell me that you ain't feeling nothing. So you were basically lying to me the whole time. Isn't but that it? I think men get bored. I think it's a form, of, it's a form of entertainment and they want this thrill, this excitement of getting to know someone without actually emotionally connecting to that person, if that makes sense. Like, you know what, I think in theory and all of that, it makes sense. But then it doesn't make sense when you think back and you go back to those moments where you just like, but I mean, how do you how do you share such such deep moments with someone, and like then turn around and say, "Nah, but that was nothing," and I'm actually not attached on an emotional level when you guys were going real deep and emotional. Like, how? That's the thing. Like, this is why that it comes out with um, he starts saying you're crazy because he'll be like, I never told you that I was emotionally attached to, to whatever we have going on. So this image and this idea that you have planted in your own head, I never told you that. Yes, I was speaking to you every day. Yes, I was, you know, like doing the most. Good morning, good night, how's your day, da 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 da, da every single day. But then that doesn't mean anything. I could be just polite, right? Fuck them, niggas. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. <laughs> like, what the hell? Who what hurt the you? Hell? <laughs> Who hurt me? I'm out here. I won't mention any names, um, <laughs> but he knows himself. Right. Yeah. He knows himself. And I think, yeah, I think that's where maybe we're different in terms of thinking and attachments because it's like, um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, it's like um, yeah. you're bound to catch feelings at some point. Which is at some point, yeah. At yeah. some point, definitely. But, like... I know we've had this conversation before, like, off-air and everything, <laughs> where, I mean, honestly, we're grown. We've been saying this, guys. Like, 
we're grown as people. And honestly, I'm at a stage where I'm not even entertaining young boys. Like, I'm talking to grown as people. So, at what age would you say a man is a grown ass person? Because <laughs> I thought, my I... guy, once once you go past twenty five, you need to be grown. You need to start letting go of certain that is things. Not I've met men in their thirties who are children with grown men bodies. Then I've met men in their twenties who are grown. Do you know what I mean? So I don't think. Yeah, it's, it's very disappointing. It's it's really really disappointing. But then, I mean, okay. Even though you might not be emotionally mature or actually um, just you know a respectful person who's actually ready for a deep, meaningful, and committed relationship. Mm-hmm. When we meet in the streets or wherever, you know, whoever says, you know, this is this, this is this person, you guys meet, you you gel, you, you know, you have a good time. You realize, you know, as you're talking to me, that I'm a grown person. You realize that I've got my goals in check. We've had conversations about, you know, what we, we're trying to plan for the future, where mm-hmm. we want to go. And you can see that um, at that point, I'm happy. Life is going well for me. Why do you want to now come step in, lie to me, and ruin my life? That's just what I don't get. I don't mind, you know, if some of these boys and grown men bodies continue doing what they're doing, just cheat, play around, and whatever. But, I mean, once you actually meet me and you get to know me, and you don't highlight from the start that you know what they want is to yeah. play around. Mm-hmm. Why is you playing with my ass? Why? That's it. I think it's 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 respectful to just say from the get go, hey, I'm ready for a relationship. Exactly. I want to have fun. Let the other person yeah. know and give them consent. You need to give your consent because yes, exactly, I exactly, mm. or not because. If you're been leading me on for months and months, mm. I don't give you consent to emotionally play with me because mm-hmm. to me, it's a form of like emotional abuse in a way because it is, you're lying and that's actually going to cause me emotional abuse in the long run when I find out it meant mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah, because you legit manipulated, you know, that, my thoughts yeah. and my feelings to. Mm-hmm believe that you were also heading in the right direction like I don't know maybe maybe I'm the person at fault maybe from the get-go I should just be like you know what look here I'm looking for a serious meaningful grown relationship but I would like to believe that as we are talking as we are progressing honestly if I really didn't want anything meaningful with you we would not be spending as much time together. And heck, you shouldn't even be talking to me every single day, almost every moment of the day, because what are we talking about if we don't want a deep and meaningful relationship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Because, that yeah, I get it. If, if all it is, is, you know what, like a booty call, then I only expect to see me. your name pop on my phone at like 11 p.m. Yes. When it's time, 
otherwise stay out of my phone. But if you're going to be buzzing up my phone every day, every hour, then you want to tell me <laughs> I can't, I, I cannot, I, yeah, I can't. I don't yeah. know. Like, at what point um, do some of these boys actually think it's okay to quit playing, to quit the game, and to actually grow up? Never. <laughs> do they, I mean, do they not get lonely, though? Do they also not, like, crave, you know, proper, meaningful relationships? And even if you get bored, my guy, like, I mean, I, I don't get it, though. I don't get it. I just don't. That's the thing. You think. Yeah. Um, you would think that by the age of 25 and onwards... Yeah, the are over. You think people would start looking for meaningful relationships from that from exactly? That. You'd be shocked at how many men are in their 30s, early 30s, late 30s who haven't settled down. Don't get me wrong, there's two different um spectrums of settling down. There's mm-hmm. half of men who haven't settled down because they just haven't found what they're looking for. And they are waiting for that. Yeah, which that I think that, that's okay. Like, as a general rule, um, when it comes to anything in life, people should just never settle. Mm-hmm. You need to go for exactly what you want. Because if you're unhappy, and in this case, if you're unhappy in your relationship, that's mm-hmm. what leads to cheating. And I would never want to encourage someone to just be with someone for the sake of being with someone. It's okay mm-hmm. to take your time. But, like, just don't go about disrupting someone's peace. Mm-hmm. You can see they're happy. Then you come and disrupt their peace only to break their hearts into a million pieces. Like, And I think no. that's so cruel. Like, why would you... That is so cruel. Knowing that you've destroyed someone, that is so cruel. And to the point where you take it to the physical. Fine. I know. Why, who's telling you to take it to the physical? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why not just cut it off? When you see, oh, wait, this person's actually catching feelings for me and I'm not there yet. Why not just shut it down from that point? I really don't know, hey? I don't know. Like, I, I'm like one person who really can't disguise um, how I feel. I can never like like someone and show interest when I'm actually not interested. So I really just don't get how some people can pull that off. Like how do you do that for a good three to six months? Show genuine interest only, you know, to come out as ugh feeling ugh like I'm not even there anymore. Like how? Girl, this is like a therapy session. It is. It is. People are going to be like, these TSA girls are always heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, dang. You know what? <laughs> That's about to change in 2020. Yeah, that is about to change in 2020. <laughs> like, in 2020, I really do not want to tolerate... Um, people generally wasting my time 
So whether you're literally going to come late or whatever, I really don't want to tolerate that. Mm-hmm. Whether you're going to come and, you know, try, lie to me and whatever, for whatever reason, I don't want to tolerate that. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just keep it real, guys. I'm a grown person. If whatever you're proposing is not what I want, we can part ways. I'm still happy. I'm still in my peaceful state of mind. And you get to keep doing what you're doing. But let's just not waste each other's time, please. So the question still stands. Do you think it is in his DNA? I I just think, you know what, it's really going to take someone special to convince me otherwise. Um, like, honestly, when I say this, no jokes, I've seen what God has done for other people. So I do believe that there are some people that have been stripped of this dick DNA. But unfortunately, yeah, I've met the wrong kind of people. But that's not going to happen in 2020. Yeah, it cannot happen. It can't. I think, I don't think it's in their DNA. I'm basically saying that because I think... As grown people, we have choices. We pick, a, we, we choose who we want to be. And who we are is a product of a number of things that have happened to us, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whether it's trauma, um, emotional abuse, physical abuse, whatever that you've been through, it all contributes to making you who you are. And all of that does. But at the same time, it's not an excuse for toxic behaviors, if that makes sense. Oh, no, I definitely agree with you. Like, if we were to all say that because, you know, this and that happened to me, because I experienced this kind of trauma at this point in my life, like, we've all gone through the most most. in life honestly and no one can ever um tell you how to feel about that because they've never walked a day in your shoes Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that just because you know you've experienced certain things in life Mm -hmm. you get to be a dick to other people like I totally understand when people say hurt people hurt people right yes which is why yeah, which is why at this point, like, I've, I've actually told a couple of people, or maybe yeah. not a couple, but a few people, that, sure, like, you just need to heal. And I'm at a point where I really just want to take some time out for myself to just get myself back together mm-hmm. to that place where, because right now, I mean, you asked me the question, do I think being a dick in his, is in his DNA? And my answer is like, Yeah, I kind of think so because I've met the wrong people. Mm -hmm. But that basically means I'm still at a point where I've got trust issues and I need to let that go. Mm -hmm. I can't now meet somebody's son today and still have flippant trust issues and not believe a single thing he says because some other guy who was once in my life did something and then now I just don't believe every single guy that's like the worst Mm -hmm. so people out there 
need to heal. They need to get over the trauma. They need to get over what happened. And then you can't blame it. You can't blame it on the bad things that have happened in life. How is it that we are dealing with all the bad stuff that has happened in our lives? And yet we don't go out being a dick to everyone who's out there. How? Yeah. So yeah. why can't we, they do the which same? Is, which is why I say it's a choice. You can either mm. take that trauma and let it make you a better person because yeah. you understand how it has impacted mm-hmm. yourself. So you don't want that to um, project onto someone else. Yeah. Or you can go the other direction where that trauma now controls who you are. So it's a choice. I think it's not in their DNA. It's a choice. But why is it that, I don't know, like every every story you hear, it's always him being a dick. Like, yeah. like I mean, yeah, why is it that there are a lot more cases where men are treating women unfairly in these relationships men are lying to women men are misleading women i'm not saying women are totally um you know pure and yeah innocent and they don't do all of these things but like trust me the bulk of stories that i see out there stuff that i hear stuff that i read about it's always the guy being a dick why is that the case like yeah I don't get it. Why? Mm -hmm. I mean, in terms of me, I I would say I grew up around men that were pretty much amazing men. Like if I look at my father and I look at my brother and I look at my cousins, I have an example of the people that I want, the men that I'm looking for, if that makes sense. Because I've grown up around fantastic men. But then I've also yeah the other half of men who are not fantastic in my relationships. And mm-hmm. I've experienced both, which is why I'm saying the good does exist. But it does exist, yeah. Where they're hiding. <laughs> Someone needs to give me <laughs> Someone needs to send me the location. I don't know where they are. <laughs> if you want, I don't know where they are. If you've got the plug. If you know the secret location, please send it. DM it to me. <laughs> please send me the location yes. of where all these awesome um, dick-free DNA men are hiding. Please. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, <laughs> but I, I definitely agree with you. Like I, I kid you not. Um, my father treated me like such a princess Mm -hmm. and that is definitely one of the qualities that I would look for in a life partner Mm -hmm. like someone who treats me in the same manner and yeah unfortunately um it's not something that's here right now but um yeah I definitely know that once I'm in a space where I do feel like I have healed and I can look past you know what certain people did to me and I don't you know I can actually start over with someone on a clean slate Mm -hmm. without projecting my insecurities from former relationships from 
form of situationships even. I really hate the oh. fact that situations are such a thing. <laughs> but are a whole yeah, thing. They, like, they are a whole thing. Like, you actually can't dismiss it now. You really can't dismiss it in this day and age. How would but, you describe a situationship? If someone said, what's a situationship? How would you describe what a situationship is? Honestly, to me, it really feels like um, we're in a relationship just without being exclusive or without making it official. Yeah. That's a situationship. Yeah. To me, that's that's what I feel a situationship is. Mm. Have you been in a lot of situationships? I've been in a few, yeah, a few, mm. and like I think the unfortunate thing um, with these situationships, from my personal experience, mm-hmm. is that because you maybe you do have like a somewhat starting point, but then you know how they say you can never lose something you never had. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, when you actually, like, break it off, um, I don't think it's ever really a a chapter that's really closed off. Yes, sometimes, you know, like, I mean, these things fall apart naturally. Just stop talking. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, depending on how often we're talking, maybe after a month, psh, you know what? It's done. Like, I walk away. And I've got, like, no more feelings attached to it. But then the scary thing is that I think it's... It's open. It always leaves... Yeah, it's, it's open. It always leaves... It just leaves the situation open. So that's why, like, in the end, someone can always come back a year, two years later, and then you're back at it again. Mm-hmm. Like... What are we even doing? That you know? is true because if it's a relationship, mm. no, it's over. It's done. Exactly. Done and dusted. We're not together. We're not boyfriend and girlfriend anymore. But in exactly. We're never boyfriend. And yeah. And, it's just... and I can just say mm, from my experiences, I really don't think um, I ever want to date an ex again. I've yeah. been there. I'm done that got like, the t-shirt for it and it was the worst experience ever i, I don't like I've ever gone back yeah. x i just think mm. once it's done i'm out that i'm i'm done like it's just we're moving on because i don't know yeah like you know what my reasoning behind this whole thing was that you know it's we were probably just young and stupid when <laughs> We dated it initially, so yes. let's just give it a go right now. And mm-hmm. in any case, I've changed so much from the person that I was then. He's, you know, he's also changed. Let's rediscover that. Let's get to know each other again. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, it was the worst experience I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Um, so, no, like, I would never, like, honestly, guys, if you see me, talking about going back to an ex please like take all my money like (laughs) then I know it's real I know it's real like I yo guys like please sue me for all I'm worth (laughs) because I should never I should never put myself in such a situation ever again there's Mm -hmm. a reason why things didn't work out that's a reason why you broke it off yeah 
So, yeah, like for myself, I'd never do it and I would never advise anyone mm-hmm. to ever go back to an ex. Or could you go back to a situationship? So you see, that's that's my problem. The <laughs> fact that <laughs> the fact that we never closed things off, and also the fact that it was never official. I actually never had you. You never really had me. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's what makes it just. What's the word for it? Like, it's so it's easy like, to uh, go back. It's like. Mm. You, it's like wanting something you you've never had, if that makes sense. It's like exactly. I'm mm. I want you. I'm still not done with you, kind of thing. If that makes sense. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it's really like yeah, it's like one of those things. Like I'll actually give like a proper example, something that just popped into my mind now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was supposed to go on a certain holiday right now. Oh, okay. then <laughs> I was supposed to, but then due to some unforeseen circumstances, mm-hmm. that holiday got cancelled. So now it's like, you know, someone asking me, do you want to go on that holiday again? Like, yes, I do, because, I mean, I never got the chance to do it. But also it depends. Do I still have the time? Do I still have, you know, the resources? Do I still, yeah. can I still you know, manage to go into this holiday with everything that's going on in my life right now. So I think with the situationship, honestly, if I'm at a point where I'm single, stress-free and whatever, this person comes back into my life, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. I only say so because, yeah, it's probably happened with a particular person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where it's been like back and forth-ish. But, like, I really don't like situationships. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can... Every, I think everyone in this world has been in a situationship. Yeah. Like, and it's always odd. Like, you mm-hmm. know, if you have to explain, like, oh, so who's that person? Oh, I'm seeing that person. <laughs> oh, you? like, Are we're you? hanging out. Because, oh, to be honest... Uh, <laughs> What? Who is that person? Yeah. I think like, and where do you even draw the line? Like, are you buying each other gifts? Are you inviting this person, like, to your parties? Yeah. Um, it's very awkward. Cause at you what don't point? Know yeah. What to do. And to be honest, everyone exactly. has been in a situation shit because a situation yeah. is like the talking stage where you're still getting to know someone. Like, that True. takes, let's say, two, three months. You're still trying to get to know someone even longer like some people talk for like five six seven months before they decide i want to be in a relationship with you that is a situationship because that getting to know someone phase is a situationship because it's like i'm getting to Mm. know you alone we're not together but i want to get to that stage where maybe we can be together so how do you define what you are you're in a situationship i don't know like with some people that I'm getting to know, I wouldn't say we're in a situationship. We're really just getting to know each other. And, like, honestly, there are no feelings involved, nothing whatsoever. But I'd say what? if... 
yeah but if it's a situationship i feel like you know at some point i probably did have feelings for the person but then for some reason or whatever we just never got to the relationship part but then like i really don't know how do you get to know someone without catching feelings because when you start getting to know someone you know them yeah but that's that's what up. i'm saying like i mean i could legit i could legit meet someone today mm-hmm. we start talking but then a week i wouldn't have caught on feelings i don't think i will well no i really i mean yeah. like you're talking to so that's that's yeah that's why i'm saying maybe like it differs up until the point where i start catching feelings then and the person is also like you know is also on the same page then yes and we are going on dates and whatever mm-hmm. then i'd say then yes we are in a situation mm-hmm. but if we're not going on dates if i have my own feelings and the person doesn't feel the same i can't force them to be in a situation with me like <laughs> so it has to be it has to be mutual feelings yeah but then why would and you we're also mutual feelings then it should just automatically become a relationship yeah but if you don't ask me girl <laughs> like if he doesn't ask me i'm not going to assume that we're in a relationship do men ask nowadays do men actually uh, physically say a man should ask a man should ask like you can't just assume that you've jumped into a relationship with someone that time they think like we're I, still I, getting I, to know I, each other like I or maybe he, he like you said maybe i need like two months but he needs like a whole eight months to get to know me before he jumps into a relationship mm-hmm. yeah so you don't just assume people like you don't just assume that you're in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. the person mm-hmm. must ask you or so i must I make like the bold statement men say i want us to be exclusive now nah, they do man like have you seen what some of these people say on twitter mm-hmm. like they people ask they people ask them you mm-hmm. cannot assume the person has to ask you but twitter is not realistic i was reading like um mm. i saw this post yesterday of a guy who actually asked his the girl to be his girlfriend and he yeah. went to, like some really nice restaurant and had will you be my girlfriend written on the food plate and i was like hey this is <laughs> it's real life man this is another like a level you know what i mean do people still do that <laughs> i want that okay like i i really i want that i just don't want to be walking around and then next thing i mean i bump into you tonight and i'm like okay shit who's this mm-hmm. then like i mean is this my boyfriend mm-hmm. are we still like in a situation ship i know we're dating because i mean we're going on dates and stuff mm-hmm. um but like i mean honestly who is this person you need to ask mm-hmm. it's just like the same way i cannot assume that we're going to get married if we never had the conversation mm-hmm. like we both need to have the conversation where we're honest with our feelings mm-hmm. nobody lies about how they feel we're honest about our feelings yeah. and we're honest about wanting to be committed to each other and mm-hmm. being exclusive because yeah. i think that's where you know that's why most situationships will hang in that space because people don't want to be committed to an exclusive mm-hmm. relationship they still want to 
like, you know, just, yeah. I read a post that said everything was going well until she asked, what are we? <laughs> yeah, but you see, when, when you have to get to that point where you have to ask, what are we? You already know you, you're not there. The fact that you're asking, you're not there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it is. Like, people, I think, should just stop asking, what are we? Mm-hmm. Stop assuming that you've jumped from, you know, getting to know each other, situationship, whatever, dating, to a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the same way you wouldn't assume certain things. It needs to be very, a very open and honest discussion. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, men out there are capable of saying to you, I really want to get to know you you know then you move on from one stage to the next they're also capable of saying to you i want to be in an exclusive relationship with you Mm -hmm. then you move on from one stage to the next Mm -hmm. it's that simple and then if i can see for myself that you know what i think we're at that stage where we've talked enough i know you you know me but we're not moving on to that stage, then I know we're not going anywhere, then I need to release myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it is. That is true. So yeah. basically, we, we just need to be woke to these situations. <sighs> but oh my gosh, feelings and love and all good things can be so blinding. <laughs> They can. Honestly, so I want to be blinded. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for mm, yeah, and like I, I really want to believe. Um, you know, I want to see the good in everyone. Mm-hmm. So I would really, you know, give someone a chance. If I meet them the first time, I'm gonna give them a chance, mm-hmm. and. Like, I mean, to be honest, just because someone treated someone one way doesn't mean that they're going to do the same to you. Because mm-hmm. that works in all facets of life. True. Just because someone was mean to someone in one instance, it doesn't mean that they're also going to be mean to you in mm-hmm. the same instance or in any other True. form or any other way mm-hmm. but also it's not to say that you should get into relationships or whatever thinking I'm gonna change this person no once the person shows you their true colors you know what it is you know what they're saying you know how sincere they were or how they weren't and then you know how you want to carry on in life but my two cents is that, you know what, just detach yourself from situations or places where you're not wanted. Wow. Heal yourself mm. and then move on. Do not bring excess baggage from previous situations, from previous relationships into new ones. They don't deserve that. They were happy the same way. I've been happy and someone disrupted my happiness. I will not do that to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone you meet, you should just meet them on a clean slate. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. 
and you really have to doesn't mean that if you were cheated on in your previous relationship this person's going to cheat on you too they might but i'm to treat the relationship like they're not if that makes sense exactly yeah you can't you can't be like that Mm. it's complicated human beings are so complex and you just never know what someone could be thinking. You could be married to someone for 10, 15 years and you still don't know who they are or what they're thinking. No, that is scary. That is scary. That is so scary. Yeah. Like, you just never know because people evolve and we change every day. Which is okay. Like, I really, I'm not against that whole thing. Like, we are allowed to be whoever we want to be. Like, life is too short to honestly box yourself into a certain situation be who you want to be say what you want to say but just don't wake up and be a murderer and kill me like (laughs) I can't (laughs) yeah that's I think that's one of the worst things that people go through Mm -hmm. just to find out that the person that you married the person that you love is a monster turned into a murderer yeah. They didn't yeah. turn into it. They were always that. They were always that. <sighs> just didn't see it. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. People are very good at masking who they are sometimes. They are. Like, I know people will always talk about red flags and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, but, you know, it's always in retrospect where you're like, oh, but nah, man. The way that nigga used to cut up that steak. Like, I should have seen it coming. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> I should have known he was crazy. <laughs> exactly. I should have known. Nah, this one. <laughs> but, like, honestly, yeah. that's why you, you also need to get into these relationships with a sober mind. Like, that is free from whatever misconceptions you can carry you get in there and you see someone for who they really are mm-hmm. like yes i know you know episode that one we talked I about like. you know we talked about reality versus expectations mm-hmm. but then like i mean our expectations shouldn't be us trying to mold someone into what we want them to be like yes i expect to be treated well but mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to tell you that you need to buy me a car and take me on holiday and open the door mm-hmm. for me and cook for me and whatever. Yes, mm-hmm. I do expect to be treated well, but then mm-hmm. you're going to show me how you treat me well. If I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it, I walk away. If I'm feeling it, great, please keep on doing it. But- In terms of... Um, as you're saying, you want to be treated a certain way, and mm-hmm. we, and we all have these expectations when we enter a relationship that, oh, he's gonna open the door for me. He's gonna whatever these expectations are of men that men should do. If that makes sense, yeah. I feel like there are some that you can tolerate and some that you cannot not tolerate having if that makes sense like for me for instance like I don't expect my man to open the door for me 24 7 it would be nice if he could 
but I don't accept my man to get out the car first and come to my direction and open my door. Da, 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 da. If he does yeah. it, I'm going to lose sleep over That's it. great. Do you know what mm. I mean? I'm not going to yeah. say, why didn't you open the door for me? Because things like that to me, they're nice, but they're also very minor because mm-hmm. I care about more about how you make how what the things that you say to me and how you make me feel emotionally rather than these grand gest- gestures of love. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I I get that, but um, yeah, no, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Like certain things um, also just depend on your love language. Right. If for me, acts of service just bring out the love and they make me feel loved then Mm. opening the door is one of the things that will make me feel loved it's not to say just because you don't open the door Mm -hmm. you can do other things but always be mindful of what my love language is yeah and just work towards that the same way that i will also you know work towards the same thing know what your love language is and and I think work on making you feel loved yeah and I think that's mm. it it's just about taking the time out to understand each other's love language and how you can mm-hmm. trust that to you personally yeah yeah no mm. I agree I agree and so many people don't speak our language but then that's also okay because not everyone's meant to speak your language your love language yeah is it not essential though like i mean yeah, I say like so many people don't speak our love languages because it's not theirs we should also accept that yeah no i think you you should tell someone you mm-hmm. should let them know um let them know that you know what i like it when you do this mm-hmm. i like i love it when you do that mm-hmm. and Honestly, when you don't send me that good morning text, I feel unloved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they should know the same way. You know, the same way that I'm always just like, you know, telling people mm-hmm. that I cannot guess how they feel. So unless they actually come up to me and they say to me that you know what, what you actually said earlier made me feel some type of way, mm-hmm. or the way you handled the situation. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that, you know, you paid for the bill or whatever made me feel some type of way. Then tell me because otherwise I'll never know. And I'll keep, you know, doing these things that are eventually going to irritate you. Mm-hmm. Once we go past that honeymoon phase or whatever they call it. And then that's how these relationships fail because we're not being open and we're not communicating in the right way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that morning text is so important because that now determines Mm -hmm. how my day begins. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to start my day. And as well, it sound because it's basically saying, oh, so your happiness is in my hands. No, it's not. But then just waking up to that text is nice. Or just, it just says, I'm thinking about you and that's it. Mm Mm-hmm. No, it says it says a lot. It's it really essential. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it says a lot. Wanted 
then you have some people who don't even want to be texted in the morning. Do you know what I mean? So it, it's, it's a love language. You're right. It's a love language. And that's just And people, it, yeah, people just need to learn how to love um, their people. Mm-hmm. It's, it sounds very simple, but it's a lot of work. It is. Yeah. Maybe that's why some people never want to graduate from situationships to actual relationships. Because to be honest, relationships are a lot of work. Yeah. You really need to put in a lot of time, a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. And then also, sometimes you need to sacrifice certain things. You and need to compromise. People don't want to sacrifice anything. Yeah. In people order to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to lose yourself in the process. In the process mm-hmm. um, and lose your sense of self. Mm-hmm. But then the fact that you're inviting someone into your life means that you need to accommodate them. Right. And they're, you know, accommodate their social calendar, accommodate their family and their friends, Mm -hmm. which is why, like, honestly, if I ever get involved in a situationship, I really don't want to be hanging out with your family or friends because, I mean, what the hell? Why should I? Mm-hmm. There's no reason, and they're gonna no love reason me. at all. Do you know what I mean? They're gonna love. They me. will love me, and they will miss me. Yeah, <laughs> they will miss me when I'm gone. <laughs> you can ask hey, all their cousins. They miss that? me right now. <laughs> exactly. It's like always asking, where is this girl? Exactly. They just like, but where's that girl, man? She's <laughs> exactly. So, don't play yourself and put yourself. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man, yeah. Oh, Ultimately, you're the one that's going to, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, exactly. Yeah. Now, you're the one who has to explain at your family functions, at your hangouts. What you why. did. <laughs> exactly. Why? Like, how did you mess this up? Yeah. How did you mess this up? Mm-hmm. Nah, nah. So, what's your final take on everything before we... We close up the show. My final take is, yes, I have met some people who I think I can safely say being a dick was in his DNA. And I am just like, girl, it's okay. Heal yourself. Mm-hmm. And the best is yet to come. Yeah. I agree. I think yeah. I think just as long I always say that karma is a very real thing and mm-hmm. how we treat people always comes back around. It might not necessarily necessarily come back to us. It can come mm-hmm. to kids or our kids' kids. I heavily believe the universe is watching everything that we do and how we treat people. So yeah. yeah. Let's just want to be good to each other and to be genuine human beings. To be honest. Exactly. Like, I mean, this is a new decade, people. So, yeah, like Chennai said, let's really just be honest human beings to each other. Let's let's be honest about our intentions. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest about what we want and where we're going and the world would be at peace that's it that's it 
Period. That is the tea. Yes. The tea for today. So thank you guys for listening. And we hope you have enjoyed this episode. And we'll see you on the next one. And yeah. We will. Thanks a lot, guys. So don't forget to subscribe so you can catch all the episodes whenever, wherever. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. And we are on SoundCloud. And you can also follow our page on Instagram, which is at T-E-S-E-T-A-T-E-A dot mm-hmm. Y-E-S-E. Yep. Yeah. And that's it. Bye. Okay, bye guys.